Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Today is my fourth and final day talking about anger. Some of you are probably angry that I'm still talking about anger. But I think it's something, again, that's relevant, something that we need to deal with, something we need to talk about, something we need to get a grip on. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. This is the day you've made, Lord. We're rejoicing. We're glad in it. Lord, we ask that you'd give us strength to overcome any temptation of anger that we might have, any situation we might be dealing with. Lord, I pray too, particularly today, for those that are sick, those that need a touch of God. Lord, I think of my friend Darren with his jaw cancer or his face cancer, Lord, and how it's just been a struggle. And Lord, how it just is just a downhill plight. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you turn it around. I pray in the name of Jesus you touch Darren. We'd love to see an amazing healing. God, we've watched healing. I thank the Lord for the two different cancer situations that were healed recently that I heard about. Lord, thank you for that. And I pray the same for Darren. And I pray the same for those listening that are struggling with health issues. Lord, in the name of Jesus, lay your hand on him right now. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Bible tells us to pray about everything. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. We certainly need to be praying for people. God is still the great healer, the healer that he was in the Bible. He's still the great healer today. Many people have been healed, and he wants us to have faith to believe and trust. You know, that's all, all we need to do. We need to leave it in his hands. We don't need to blame him. We need to call upon him. Well, back to anger. That's what I'm finishing up today. Paul again says to the church at Ephesus, because we were out of Ephesians as last few days, in chapter 4, verse 31, he says this, Get rid of all bitterness. Rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Get rid of every form of malice. Malice is a wish to hurt someone, whether physically, emotionally, or any way that will harm them. You know, many people hurt people by their words. Many people manipulate people by their words. That's how they get across. They try to make them feel so guilty. You see that in households. You see that in families. You see that in marriages. Paul says, get rid of it. Free yourselves of the baggage that will take you down and cause you to be ineffective in your life, especially for the cause of Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus dealt with anger on a number of occasions. In fact, listen to Mark chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. And he entered again into the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath, in order that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Rise and come forward. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. And after looking around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched out his hand and was restored. And the Pharisees went out immediately, began talking to counsel with the Herodians against him as to how they might destroy him. But you say, you see, Jesus was angry. They kept silent. He asked them. And he said, looking around at them, in anger, it says, he grieved at their hardness of heart. 
Jesus was frustrated because the Pharisees just didn't get it. People of God, you have talked to people. You have shared with people. And you know some of your frustration, some of my frustration is people don't get it. I've preached many sermons from the pulpit over the last 34 years. And I would say many people didn't receive everything that was said. Even though I could say it straight from the Bible, they didn't receive it. You know why? They had a hardened heart. People still have a hardened heart today. People sit in services. They have a hardened heart. They come in. They're bitter and they're angry when they come in. And they think that just being in church is good enough. Folks, they've got to give that to the Lord. They've got to give that over to the Lord and give their anger and their frustrations to the Lord. You know, uh, how frustrating it must have been for Jesus to be about his heavenly Father's business and to have those things uh, who thought they were so holy, those Pharisees thought they were holy, put him in his place. They put uh, in his place. Uh, oh, yeah, they were holy and mighty. They plotted to have Jesus killed. That's how holy and mighty they were. You know, they that's the problem of the Pharisees. That's a problem of the Sadducees. They thought they were something else. They thought they were better than others. I'm telling you something. Don't ever think yourself better than others. We all have struggle, tr- struggles. See, I have a struggle stalking. The Bible says, in the world you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer, he says, for I have overcome the world. Yes, that is so true. Paul gives us some antidotes, and here are the antidotes in Galatians chapter 5. This is Paul. He's talking to the Ephesians earlier, now it's to the Galatians. He says, now in the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruitless, now here's the good news, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such thing there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. So first he tells the church of Galatia of the sinful nature, immorality. Of course, immorality is everywhere, premarital sex. It's everywhere. People justify it, and they live in it, and they expect to be blessed by it. You know, if you're living that way, stop it. Ask God to forgive you, and he will, and start being pure. Then he says impurity, people not living in purity. Then he said fits of anger and so forth. Fits of anger, that is listed as one of those things that cause this problem. So he gives you the answer. He says live by the fruit of the Spirit. Live by love. Love one another. Forgive one another. Joy. Be joyful in life. Enjoy life. Be peaceful. Uh, create peace around you. Be patient. Of course, that's a struggle that I always deal with. But be patient and kind and full of goodness, full of faithfulness. Are you faithful? Are you faithful to the things of God? Are you faithful to the house of God? How are you faithful in your life? Be gentle. 
full of self-control. If we were full of self-control, we'd cover a lot of things right then and there. The Word of God is filled with spiritual truths that help us deal with every situation. The first thing we must do, though, is this, folks. We need to discover it. Discover God's truth. Discover what the truth of God is, and what He is saying to us then is, apply that truth to our lives. You see, you can learn a bunch of things, but if you don't apply what you've learned, they're useless. I might have learned how to deal with anger today, but if I don't apply it, then it's all in vain. After applying it to my life, we live it out. We live out what we've learned. We live out what we've discovered and applied. Then we go a step further and we share it. We share the truths we have learned with others so they can find the joy in living for Jesus Christ and know that through Jesus we can do all things, as Paul tells us in the book of Philippians. Here's another one, Ephesians, Galatians, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Some people live in oblivion all their lives, and they don't even see the way they are living and how anger is controlling them. Think about it, folks. Think about your life. Think about your family's life. Maybe they need to hear this message. Maybe they need to get into the Word. I did not maybe. They need to get into the Word. But we must recognize it. You'll recognize it when you spend time in the Word of God, when you spend time in prayer communicating to our Lord and seeking Him. We must ask God to deliver us. He tells us to seek and we will find Knock and the door will be opened. That's exactly what we must do. Seek him and allow him to direct our paths. You know, today, folks, today, I hope that you will love and forgive yourself and you forgive others. Some are holding on to a bunch of junk from your past and you keep bringing it up to God. And God says, I forgive you, and I have forgot it. So it's time to claim his forgiveness and move on. Move on. Don't continue to, da- uh, to dangle the apple of the past in front of the Lord. He knows your past. He created you. He sees everything you've done. You've asked for forgiveness. He has forgiven you. So move forward. Don't let the enemy keep saying, oh, remember that? No, I don't. Because Jesus doesn't. They use the term that I have been hurt too bad to forgive. Come on. Jesus Christ went to the cross. How does that compare to the way you've been hurt? There can't be anything worse than going to the cross and being nailed. Nailed to the cross. Hanging there in agony. and Blood dripping from you. The blood that was shed for you and I. And how did he handle it? How did Jesus Christ handle it? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Surely if Jesus Christ can forgive those who tortured him, who mocked him, who spit on him, and crucified him, we can forgive others who have harmed us. If you want real joy, wonderful joy, you must work through your anger, and I venture to say that you'll see that God has something in store for you. Surrender it all. To lay that surrender it all to, to Jesus. Bring them. Bring those things to the Lord today. God has some great things in store for you. He is a magnificent God who sent Jesus 
for you to deliver you from any anger and situational things you deal with. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.